0: what's up what's up everybody welcome back and it's time to make up your mind with me mandy and today's guest is dingo he is best known for snowboarding he's also part of the monster fam and i'm very excited to have him here all right dingo so we made it happen you're here how are you feeling today i'm great (laughs) as he takes a drink of water he's feeling thirsty
1: i walked in here and i was like First thing I said, my voice broke and I was like, fuck, no, <laughs> just lost my voice.
0: I love it. How are you feeling today? I'm great. Yeah? I'm great. Are how are you doing? I'm doing good. So I just want to give a little backstory okay. on how you and I met. Yep. And then we're going to jump right we into We met on it. a yacht. We did. We met on a yacht uh, for Monster Energy Juice.
1: Yep, yep, yep. It was like- Aussie a Lemonade? We-
0: yeah, a couple weeks ago.
1: Uh, it was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it was it was. Time great. flies. Yeah. It could have been a couple months ago.
0: I think it was like a month for sure.
1: Okay. for sure a month ago. Okay. But yeah,
0: so it was their like release party for their juice and um, I liked his vibe and I went up, we introduced each other and I was like, "You know what? I really I really like him. I want to get him on the show." So, I appreciate you for being here. I appreciate, I appreciate you.
1: I appreciate your vibe.
0: Yeah. We kind of vibe out. We do. Yeah. What's your sign?
1: uh capricorn okay now i was like, like i don't know <laughs> i love capricorns you know
0: some pe- some guys like i feel like that's don't a like, girl thing yeah you know girls are really into zodiacs and stuff yeah
1: girls really are
0: but i like capricorns you i vibe do? i vibe with caps okay
1: what are you i'm a leo okay my mom's a leo Rawr. yeah 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 you guys get what you want yeah
0: for oh always always oh, please. so yeah so we met on the yacht and then now we are here and i want to just get low to- key
1: like I think maybe we did that party a little too long, because I think everyone was super turnt by the thing that time ended.
0: Well, did you see when they let Machine Gun Kelly off?
1: Oh, I, I made them stop the boat. And oh, okay. They, and then he got back on.
0: Oh, he got back on? Yeah. I didn't know he got back on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a trip well yeah machine gun kelly was there everybody was like whoa i had no idea he was gonna be there it was like a last minute thing for me i, I go to support rob yeah rob ryan is yeah, like yeah. My, my friend so yeah. i support him yeah cool and all that but um yeah so we're here now yeah so you are most known for obviously being part of like the monster family yep. you also snowboard yeah so can you talk a little bit like, about that s- s-
1: snowboarding is basically what got me here okay i was um junior national champion in australia like 11 or 12 wow um you know you know my older brother grew up he was a skier my dad was into it so i kind of grew up around the mountains started snowboarding around like six um and and was pretty good at it and and had like neuroty and started doing trips to america when i was about nine or ten and then uh and then fully made the move to america here uh when i was uh 14
0: wow so yeah young.
1: yeah yeah and then um i uh, i slept on a couch. And did homeschool as I trained with, like, the U.S. snowboard team. And then I became a pro snowboarder by the time I was, um, I was 16. And I was, like, a full-fledged pro snowboarder. Um, We had a TV show called The Adventures of Danny and Dingo that went on from, like, 2006 or 7 to 2011. And I met all these other different people outside of, like, action sports and just, uh, you know, music personalities and, and, and TV people and L.A. people and whatever, you know, um... Uh, the 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 company we had a company called Grenade Gloves that I started when I was really young, uh, and and that you know taught me a lot about I think life and business in in a weird way, uh, you know l- learned it all backwards. But the company Grenade was you know doing millions of dollars when I was like a teenager, and uh, and that ultimately it it you know uh, uh, a lot of people will be your friends that you don't. <laughs> that aren't your friends friends. Friends. yeah you know and uh we went through issues there of um you know uh the economy like it you know went bad and we had to lay some people off and perception was different and you know all of a sudden we were the bad guys and you know it's it's it 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 it, it was like certain struggles that happened early on they're not struggles but they ended up being struggles you know that happened early on that like i think made me who i am today um you know, and then I was, you know, one of the first sponsored monster athletes. It's amazing. Yeah. So, you know, uh, uh, when I did the deal at monster, it was looked at as a very not cool brand. And, uh, and, and, uh, you know, me and a, you know, select few other people were, you know, the first people to kind of be the driving force of it. Rob Dyrdek was there, uh, Jason Lawrence, Jeremy McGrath, a few of the moto guys. And, um, but on the core side we were like you know the first ones myself Rob Dyrdek Danny Cass um, to you know put this logo on and, and try to like somewhat change the perception of it I also don't think we knew back then that it was going to be one of the fastest growing stock companies of all time and and be one of the biggest drink companies of all time uh, 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 you know like we're a direct competitor with, with Red Bull and uh, and and uh, you know it's
0: thank you LA Thank you, LA. Bloopers. Thank All right, you,
1: so LA. I can I I can tell you something even funnier. <laughs> but it's, it's, so in my old office here in LA, built the podcast room out, beautiful room, everything. It was connected to the fucking trash chute. So you'll be interviewing. <gasps> I was I was uh, <laughs> I was interviewing Prince Jackson. Literally, and he's in the full moment about his dad and growing up with Michael. No. And fucking the trash chute's touch. <laughs>
0: That was Michael saying, what's
1: up? Yeah. So anyway, okay, Glenn, st- what up?
0: Okay, okay, so we're talking about the branding so, so of Monster. Like
1: back, yeah, so the branding, it was just crazy to be a part of something that was, um, uh, I, I don't think any of us knew that it was going to become as big as it did, uh, or has. Um, and, and, and and not only that, it's, it's, it's looked at as like a cool brand now. It's the complete opposite of... What it was when we started it?
0: Because I think you guys rebranded it.
1: Yeah, like you know? athletes. Yeah, you know, and the and the and the CEO and the CFO, Rodney Sachs and Hilton Scoullesberg, the, the the founders. You know, they're still at the helm there, and they really let us like they let us do that. You know, they want us. They they let us treat it like it's our own company, which is
0: so they really believed in y'all.
1: Yeah, and I don't think any other corporate company in the world's ever done that you know, so it's, it's complete opposite of how any, you know, big organizations are usually run or, or branded, but it's, um, it's worked out, you know, and I think
0: that's important. I think like so. to treat it like a family. I think that's what makes things a little bit more well, that's successful. It, right? You
1: know, like, you know, I, I know most of the sales people. you know, I know most of the people that do, you know, the smaller jobs there. And I think that's important to like give those people credibility. Um, Absolutely. you know, it's, it's, you've got to be able to, you know, working on the marketing side, you know, as you're, you know, you, even your lifestyle, you, you understand it. Like getting on a yacht and throwing a, a party is easy and fun, you know, and it's easy to spend money, but you, you've got to uh, make the money to be able to spend it. So like, you know, I've always been very appreciative of our sales team and the people that get us to where we got to get to and everything that happens like kind of behind scenes, you know, and that even goes back to, you know, just when I was younger and, and having to deal with all these struggles as like a kid. You know, I, like, had this, like, miraculous life and basically lived in Disneyland. Um, But with that, you know, I didn't have skill sets that, you know, I think most people have. And that's just even, like, day-to-day stuff. Like, you know, like, being on a regular school schedule or, you know, like like, learning how to, like, deal with money or people. And these are all skill sets I just didn't have. And I think ultimately... You know, like when I felt depressed, I, I, it was like I had a TV show, I had a uh, 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 a clothing company, a very successful clothing company. I think there was like sixty or something people that worked on Grenade. Um, you know, and we were sold into like thirty-two different countries, and, and a lot of people were dependent.
0: It's a lot of pressure. Honey. It's a lot of pressure on a kid.
1: Yeah, and and you know, everybody deals with struggles uh, differently. I was on my own since I was very young, you know, and I, I, I think I went through pain, but it was like, it was pain of sometimes, like, when this was happening, there were no fucking, uh, whatchamacallit. Cell but, phones or
0: social media, anything. There was
1: no connection. Like, I, I was talking to a friend last night. I literally had like a book. With numbers in it, and I would get to, the,
0: our address books.
1: and I would get to a country and be like, "All right, like, like," and that's how I got. around And if the they world. don't
0: answer, they're not home. You, you don't know, talk to them.
1: It was just crazy, <laughs> you know. So it was, it was really different times, um, you know. But like, uh, it was like 2008. Uh, we went through that recession. Um, you know, we, we as a company. We were just kids running a company, so we didn't really know what we were doing. We didn't pay taxes, you know. Oh, we owed sh- China money. Isn't All it? these like things happen. Oh my god! You got to learn the hard way, you know. So the IRS knocks on your door one day. You're like, oh shit, you know. And, and 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 that, you know, that's a stress. And and you learn that, you know, you learn. <laughs> and it's 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 not that we were hiding money. If you hide money, I think those people end up in jail. But we just didn't. <laughs> we just didn't pay it for a while. Um, uncle sam comes you know and then there was a moment there like you know the tv show had like kind of hit a success and i just i i i couldn't I, I just wasn't i i don't think i was ready for it uh, like mentally and um I, I had always put on this face to my family they looked at me like i was a success i had peers around me that looked at me like i was a, a i mean success. you were you were but like ultimately I like I, – I I was really sad inside and I fell into this like crazy dark depression and I was in this depression for like almost a year to where every single day I would wake up and I would think about suicide the entire day while I was filming a TV show, doing trade shows in Europe, fucking Russia. shouldn't say Russia but <laughs> – there i
0: just had a russian guest on before oh
1: cool <laughs> so it's okay what a weird it's weird like i mean they've done nothing wrong it's one guy like that guy sucks like the bad rap
0: now bad rap um but how old were you when you were talking about this right now like how old were you at the i time? was 21 okay and so you were literally depressed every day for almost a year yeah Thinking about suicide.
1: Every day. While you
0: were living it up, living the life, and everybody thinks you have a great life. And yeah. Which you do, but this is a whole other perspective. This right? is This is what you were going through yeah. and what you deal with. You know what I mean? While trying to perform and have all these amazing businesses, you know?
1: So my girlfriend came home. It was actually at the place here in, in West Hollywood. And uh, she came home, and I came home that night, and I like... You I decided. Ready? I I ate every single pill in the thing. I had like black tire. I flatlined at the house. Technically died. Um, took me to the hospital. Woke up, and then like that's like, you know, the 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 buildup of what you go through as a depressed human. Um, you don't understand it until you're there, and when you're there, rock bottom is rock bottom, and you're the only person that can get you out of it, Yep. right? Yep. And and I know lots of people that have gone through this now, and, um, you know, so I woke up in that hospital, and then you're like, first, God? You're like, fuck. That's like the moment of like, oh, I gotta like, now, everybody knows, now I gotta tell my family, now I gotta do this. So then there's this embarrassment that comes out of like, trying to commit suicide, and, like, the road out of it is just as long, you know? So you got, like, a road in. And mind you, like, as a kid, I was never depressed. Depressed, like, it never happened until these pressures and struggles and all these things weighed up. And to be honest, I just should have asked for help. That's all I needed to do, but I, I didn't know who to ask, you know? And you didn't feel
0: like you could talk to anybody no around you? Why, do you? why do you think you felt dude, like, like
1: that? De- I didn't mean to call you dude, Mandy. It's uh, okay. De- like,
0: it's okay. I say dude all the time. It's okay, okay, dude. <laughs> okay, dude. All right, bro. You're my bro. You're my bro. <laughs> um, uh,
1: you know, like, it. I, I even got sent to, like, a couple therapists, and I just played them. It's crazy, you know? And I just, I just, I don't know. I just fucking really gnarly. And, and that road out was really gnarly. And I, 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 I fixed myself. And I knew what I went through, and I knew I didn't want to go back there. Uh, and so I started making that road to recovery, talking about it helped.
0: You, yeah. Talking about it's probably the best thing. You know,
1: like I met a guy named, uh, uh Mike Smith, who we ended up then starting find your grind with my partner, Nick and Natasha gross. Um, and I started, uh, 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 Ryan Sheckler's mom introduced me to this guy and, um, she said, I think you should, I, I, I want you to meet this guy. He, he's a motivational speaker, blah. blah, blah. I'm like, oh, who cares? Mm-hmm, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I go and see him speak at a school in, uh, I think it was Huntington Beach, and I watched this guy, my age guy, turn a, 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 a basketball arena full of 11th and 12th graders. He made the uncool kids cool and the cool kids uncool, and I was just blown away. So wow. I got on a plane. I flew to Nebraska to where he lived, and uh, he had his nonprofit out of there. And uh, I, I said, I don't know, you know, what, what you're doing, but I want to learn. And I started going high school to high school, and I started telling my story to kids. And the first room, I told the story of what I went through with suicide and, and the pain and everything, you know, because at the time when that had happened, like, I was on my own show, Danny and Dingo, I was on Ridiculousness, I was on Rob Big, I was like, the world. I could walk into a high school and kids knew who I was and 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 they for me to be able to express what i was going through you know that that helps and 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 being able to tell your story and i told my story the first room it was like 10 kids that were all either tried to commit suicide or suicidal and i had this moment with these like 10 kids there's still a couple kids i keep in contact with mind you this is 10 years ago
0: yeah
1: and um so the my road to recovery was telling my story to high school kids in middle america and, and and people were asked like what are you doing like and, and, and at the time I, I said I, I I can't tell you because I don't know but I know going into these high schools and telling my story You're making a difference I felt it you know I felt like I felt like I saved one life
0: and that's all that matters
1: and 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 then and then that was like the tool that like fed me um, so then we we, we, we uh, with Nick and Natasha, we founded Find Your Grind, which is a self-discovery platform that helps young kids find career paths and jobs in the 21st century. And It was like 2017, we partnered with Jostens. We got like a big tour bus and we took the bus on the road. And, you know, we went from like high school rooms and high school auditoriums to like uh, uh, we were like, you know, we, we, we had in uh, uh, Michigan, we had 20,000 kids. By the end of this tour so like show. Arenas. Those arenas. That's
0: and then, so awesome. And
1: then we turned it into like a full fledged, like we built a curriculum that now lives in the public education system, social and emotional learning. The, the 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 curriculum is there to give you the tool sets that you need to help. And it's 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 crazy like what that did for me and the road out of it. Um,
0: that you was know, your therapy.
1: It changed my life forever. You know, and and Find Your Grind is, you know, now used in classrooms all over the country. Uh, You know, we have amazing partnerships with, you know, we just built a a skate park in Detroit with Tony Hawk. We have a partnership with Tiger Woods. We, We have a partnership with the SoFi Stadium where every touchdown we donate. NFL matches it, and at, at the end of this last season, we rebuilt a bunch of the football fields for the high schools around SoFi, which is in Inglewood. So, That's so cool. It's all these things that ultimately, you know, you again, it's like you got to, I hit rock bottom, and then my road out was like the best road that could have <laughs> ever happened, and it changed my life forever, and it changed who I was, it changed who I am as a person, it changed the way I look at the world, it changed the way I look at everything. And, and you're
0: changing lives.
1: Yeah, and that's the most important thing. And this is where it gets fucked up, is in the middle of all that, my brother committed suicide. I was very strong. I had to be very strong, like, through the family, funeral. Funeral was – like, that's the fucked part. Like, the the goodbye, the the emotions. I'm doing that this year. Yeah. It's like (laughs) (laughs) –
0: I don't even know what to – I mean – you only people that have been through things can re, can relate to it. It's like there's really no preparation. Yeah. There's.
1: But like I, I like since my own got out of my own shit and then started all that I was really good. And then through my brother's stuff really good. Didn't really have any dips, emotional things, benders. Like I'm I'm a pretty loose person, so it's like that is like my blowing off steam type stuff. Um and that's just kind of in my DNA. Uh and, and I'm like I'm not I'm not ashamed of that either, you know, like which is you know, it is what it is. Um, uh, but I uh, I just um, – I, I – I, after – when COVID happened, I was uneasy for about – I was uneasy for about a month because I didn't know what was going to happen in the world. No one did. You know, I got friends – like when the border's shut, I got friends just saying, oh, it's fine. We'll be back in a week, two weeks. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm like, borders don't just close right and then you got to think about what's really happening in the world and 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 on a whole level i think for a solid month we really didn't know what was going to happen
0: the uncertainty the uncertainty
1: like- and then we came out of that and and we were all right you know i was like all right cool We're sitting in our pants forever long and fucking Black Lives Matter happened and fucking this and that. It felt like we lived in a movie. It
0: really did. You know,
1: and it just kept getting weirder and weirder and we, we were in control and we're just march. like, hey. We weren't allowed to go outside, but we were allowed to go outside and <laughs> fucking march. Like,
0: the I. The curfew? Yes! <coughs> I remember the days... no one's allowed to hang out,
1: but we can go protest?
0: Like, what the fuck? You know what's crazy, Dingo? That day, I remember that Saturday, which was the first curfew, I was out doing a photo shoot. I was modeling in Palm Springs, and we got no service. And we get service, and it was like, curfew, nine p... And I'm like... We got to get home now. Like holy shit, really? that was the first day I had an anxiety attack of right. my entire life.
1: It's so funny. I, I remember that day. I will
0: never forget it. It was the first I day. I went to a-
1: Mount Baldy that day, and then that thing happened, and I'm like, shit, I gotta get home. Everybody's like, go home, go
0: home. I'm scared, and then it's like, if you want to go to the grocery store, you're scared. Grocery store's empty because you don't, don't want to get COVID. My
1: fridge, my I, I like had a backup fridge. <laughs> so crazy, you know my you house, know, like my- toilet paper's out. Like it was just, it was so, it was just such a. It was literally like a movie, it's a right? The
0: twilight zone.
1: Right? And then and then we <laughs> got through that and then we got into the second year of it and then I was just confused. And that was the first
0: Like time mask I, no mask?
1: Like That was the first time again I got confused in my head and I was like I got a little fucking So what were you thinking at that time? Again, Suicide.
0: Again. Yeah. After all that time?
1: Yeah. And it went away pretty quick but like it like
0: it came back. Yeah. Yeah. So how did how did you get out of it? Well, you
1: gotta go speak to a doctor. <laughs>
0: I have a therapist too. I'm like I have I a great
1: doctor. She took care of me, and but it really like it was really it was really strange because I went back into like a dark hole, and we just lived in this like weird. I don't know. I I it like. You know, and I think we're a little better now, but I don't think we'll ever be better.
0: I don't think it's ever going to be the same. Nah. Life will never be the same. Now we're paying $8 for gas. Cool, cool, cool. cool.
1: Yeah, I just don't <laughs> understand it. So, yeah. But again, it, and again, it wasn't like, remember, like, second year into COVID, like, this time last year, like, August last year, that's when it happened to me. We still weren't, nothing was really happening again. It was like this weird, like, what the fuck are we doing? And I'm
0: like a traveler.
1: I like to be in events. I like, Creative like, mind. That's it, right? So it's like me being at home too long, I'm like, Jesus. And at that point, too, I didn't go home to Australia for like a year and a half. Because where I lived, you had to quarantine for two weeks to get in, and then I wouldn't have been able to get out. Oh my out. God,
0: share with me some of that. So you have some family. You obviously a family over there. How crazy was Nali? it? So like, in, They couldn't in, even walk out their door.
1: We had a, You had an hour outside a day. For sixteen months, no schools open, no jobs, no nothing, and they build a police barricade around the city, and you weren't allowed to leave the city. So people in the country and stuff like were fine, and but the people in the city, they're fucked. And when I went home, I noticed it. Full pizza, like they're all like they're all a little cooked, like they're met. They got they got shut inside. Like yeah, we had it here, but remember, it was like no, it was
0: like, nothing like Australia.
1: Nah, they were prison for like six, 16 months. Let outside. You weren't even allowed to go to the ocean. You weren't allowed to get in the ocean.
0: Isn't that fucked? <laughs> I just think it's crazy that like you can't even walk outside your house like they're telling you no. Like so what do you, what they, what do people do all day? How are they making their money? How are they surviving? A lot of people
1: weren't. You know, like they had like doll for some people but business owners are the ones that got fucked. Because they, 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 their businesses all had to close. Restaurants had to close. Like, you know, like it was really, really, really strange. But in all that, real estate.
0: So did some, you did you have to be like really supportive for some of your friends and family going yeah, through that? Yeah. How was that? Not like only, having to be supportive for not them. Only. I had to talk to my dad, my
1: dad, my growing man. Like, hey, you're gonna have to go do this and this and like, it was like it was it was it was really strange, you know? And and because my dad my, my my dad lived in China for a long time. Oh my, God. my dad lived in China for like twenty years, so he got forced out of there. He he came home to get a visa. So his home ha- is in China. He'll never go back to it. These
0: are triggering words: Russia, China. Right.
1: Like, <laughs> so he's back in a tiny town that he left. He left us when we were kids, and I'm like, oh, that's ironic. You're back there now, but I had to talk my father to go back to. You're gonna have to do this.
0: And he's all right now, but it's like it was... like you switched roles, like you were the parent for a sec.
1: Yeah, a little weird, you know, and just some of my friends, you know, it, 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 was, so it was fucking, it was heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking what they put those people through in Melbourne, and when I went home for the first time, I just, I, I felt I felt it. My friend, my friend Peter Additon, that owns Poosh Mobile, super intelligent guy, he, um, he, he was like, it's going to be weird when you get back there. And I'm like, shut up, dude, like, whatever. And he goes, no, I'm just warning you. That it's, it's, uh, it's, they're little and I got home and I was like, he fucking, I, I was like, get me out of here.
0: Everybody's wacky? They're wacky. I feel so bad because it's like, it's not their fault and there's nothing nah, we can do. It, no,
1: it's not. It's not.
0: How was it? Okay, so let's rewind a little bit. How was it like living in Australia and then being, having that much pressure and all of these things you have to tend to and being a professional snowboarder at a, being a kid, and then I'm sure you were traveling like crazy. How how was it then to transition to to the United States? How, how was that?
1: Transition as a kid?
0: Yeah, to the United States.
1: It was awesome. Like because I was a kid at the time, so when that all happened, it's like you're living your dream. What fourteen year old kid that loves snowboarding more than anything gets told he gets to snowboard every day? Like that was that was all a dream. Like that 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 was yeah. Like you I, like I still don't even know how that happened. <laughs> I look at 14-year-old kids today, and I'm like, I don't know how I survived, but I did.
0: That's amazing. Okay, so what do you what do you have going on now? Like, what's what's going on now for you? Anything? You know,
1: we uh, – so with Monster, we just bought a Kanaki, which is a beer distribution. Dale's Pale Ale. Um, um, I'm really excited to, like, dive into the alcohol distribution side of things. Um, obviously, we're extremely good at selling energy drinks, so it's going to be fun to, like, dive into – some alcohol and you
0: combining it or is it still going to be separate it's going to be separate but it's so I was like under how, us. I was like, how is a energy drink with with alcohol
1: it's it's not uh well we'll do a, we'll do a, try and do a little one of that but okay it's it won't be under monster energy but can it's under our distribution so it's That's we exciting. own it and we're gonna and, and yeah it won't be monster labeled alcohol it'll it'll be um you know there'll be different names and we'll maybe buy some other smaller brands and start our own and just something new, you know, and um, I'm excited for that. Find your grind. I'm super excited for you know our new curriculum that is out in schools now, and and uh, that's just findyourgrind.com. But it's you know it's a super awesome platform. We got an amazing team there, and uh, you know I just excited to keep pushing that forward and those accomplishments. Keep keep going. So you know it's it's uh and um, that's you know that that's kind of it. I'm, I'm I'm pretty busy. I'm going. I'm on the road with Machine Gun Kelly starts his tour next week. So I'm on the road with him for a little bit, which is exciting. He's got his new documentary coming out. We do the premiere in New York. And, um, you know, it's just cool. It's just cool to see your friends succeed.
0: And Absolutely. then we got X
1: Games coming up in July. Um, so, it's yeah, it's all somewhat back to normal but not. But still just pushing ahead. But it's cool.
0: That's amazing. I feel like we're super blessed to be in entertainment, but I feel like you said, like, some of us that are so, I feel like, that are so out there and want to, like, be constantly be doing things, it's because we're, like, trying to fight the dark.
1: You ever follow, Do you know what I mean? You haven't followed Jim Carrey's story at all? I
0: love Jim Carrey. Yeah. Like, absolutely love Jim Carrey.
1: Yeah. And you know what's crazy is, like, so, like, I'm a light, you're a light. My brother, any room he ever walked into, I was, like, nothing. He was, like, these...
0: Even brighter... But just dark,
1: you know, and it was like, and he was very open about his darkness, and it's 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 true. It's it's for, for, like, the power and the energy we put out is 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 hiding from what's really below, you know, and
0: like Robin Williams,
1: yeah, yeah, you
0: know, like the funniest people are the ones that are like struggling yeah. the most, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, shoot, I just totally lost my train of thought. But like I what I wanted to, to say is was... so important go ahead
1: i i channel that like i utilize that to be you know wherever i am whatever we're doing i want people to have fun and i channel i channel I, ch- I, I, I i channel that and i it's I've, almost like a button i've learned how to use it you know and i, I know i know there's something there and I know how to how to use it and it's not something you get taught it's just something, you're it's something you
0: are born with It's something yes. Okay, I remembered. So, you know like we're out in events and stuff like that, right? We're around around a bunch of people, we're taking pictures, we're like, "Hey, meeting people, networking, what have you." Do you get depressed when you go home? Cuz I do. So 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 I get depressed when yeah, I go home.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like I need to I need the I need to be like either feeding energy or be around it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the comedown's real.
0: I deal with it a lot, and I'm like, oh my god, like, and it's like, I get overwhelmed, and I get, like, really upset with myself, because I'm like, I feel like I'm not doing enough. Yeah. But I'm like, I just came from a red fucking carpet. I just came from an event. Yeah. I am doing stuff. Yeah. But it's like, when I go home, I'm like, okay, wait, like, what now? Yeah. Like, it's a mind you're you're trip. just
1: meant to be around people. You you feed off other people's energy. Where well, there are people that don't leave their house and they're happy with that. You know. It's, I mean, introverts. I'm
0: like that too. <laughs> so I'll do those events, and then it takes weed. me three days. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I and mean, then it takes me, you know, three days to to kind of get that energy yeah. back.
1: But I also enjoy that. Like we just did Japan and, and Zurich. So I literally went around the world. I did uh, X Games in Japan, so we flew to Japan. I did Abu Dhabi from Japan, Abu Dhabi, and then Abu Dhabi to Zurich, all in ten days, and I got home. And I love the 3 days where I'm like nobody fucking talk to me. I'm smoking weed and I'm sleeping on the couch. That's what I'm doing.
0: That's how we recuperate. Yeah.
1: Talk to me in 3 days.
0: That's amazing. So um I wanted to talk a little bit more about find your grind. Yep. So when did you when did you start that? What year was that?
1: Uh it was it's it's uh, officially I I think officially was 2016. Okay. Yeah.
0: Because I feel like that's so important. Um, You know, the the kids are the the future generation, so I feel like it's just so, so important to get mental health implemented into school systems. It's just
1: been really cool because, like, you learn a lot about the education system, public education system, and and just education system in general and... You know, I think these kids, especially in middle America, are told they're going to live in this box and that they're going to then get this job and then get this insurance and they get this house. And kids. And it's all kind of bullshit, you know? And and I think that um, there's a lot of jobs out there that, you know, you don't need a degree for necessarily. Why why are kids going to school and getting in debt or their parents getting in debt and then going and getting a second degree that they're never going to use? And it's just this debt piling up. And the college's job is. To teach them the college job isn't to get them the jobs, but I, I just, I sh- you know, as somebody that didn't graduate high school, that has you know, I've been working since I was a teenager. Um, you know, I, I I know there's different outlets, and and you know, with Silicon Valley, like Microsoft and Google, and yeah, people say it's the devil or whatnot. But like these people don't care what what degree you got. If you're smart enough, Google's going to hire you. You know, you don't need a degree to work at Google. You don't need a degree to work at Microsoft. And that's a trip. Right. Those are the some so of the most successful but, companies in the entire world. Right. So it's like it's like we've built this platform that teaches you your skill sets. You do all these fun assessments and there's amazing mentors on there. We should get you on there as a mentor. I would love and, that. And and, and there's always just different avenues and options, you know, that necessarily you're not learning in school. And I think the the gnarliest the, 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 the thing is that a lot of people will try and go down a path of, of, of uh, you know, a career that maybe they're not best suited for, and our, our assessments and tools will show you what skill sets you're best suited for. Whether you need to get a degree, whether you should go to school. Listen, if you're going to be a lawyer or create an economy on Mars, you should go to school for nine years. But if you're going to go into a workforce to where necessarily you don't need a college degree, then maybe you should do a smaller course. It's a four-week course on finance. You need to know about finance or these things, but you don't need to spend 50, 60, 70 grand, or whatever it is, and and then never be Not able to pay able it to off. Not be to do anything with it. Yeah. It's
0: so crazy you said that, because I just recently spoke at a school, <laughs> um, like two weeks ago, um, yeah. in Colton, and from the Inland Empire, and it was like a, a trouble school. So I went and I spoke to about 10, 10, 10 young girls. Yeah. And it was like, okay, Mandy, like I'm supposed to go in and talk about career day. How the hell do I go in and not go against the school system? Because the school system has given me the opportunity to speak to these kids. But I want to talk to them about being entrepreneur, creating your own path. Yeah. So how I'm like, where's the fine line of be being like respectable and being able to talk yeah. to them about that? What I went through in school, but then telling them I want a completely different a career i hated school i graduated i almost didn't graduate i fucking hated school yep. i just wanted to go to party to talk to people i was lost no i'm not kidding ah, i was ah, lost it was yeah, like a whole yeah, social yeah, event yeah. for me you know i was an athlete my my whole my whole life i was an athlete and i what hurt. i played soccer softball and basketball so i played what catcher <clears throat> soccer yeah. Well, I played catcher for 14 years. Yeah, I play. Uh, I was the catcher for the fastest girls in, in, in softball underhand pitch. We have, we pitch.
1: have uh, Brittany Wilson. She's the goalkeeper for the Angels. She just she's a new mentor on our program. Okay, we need to get you
0: on. I would love that. And then I played soccer. I played soccer with guys like legit since yeah. age four. Yeah, I was on. I could
1: see you being a little rough.
0: I was. Oh yeah, I was on an all boys team called Top Guns. Yeah, 1980, 1980, have 1989. You seen Top Gun yet? Not yet. I mean, and uh, then I played uh, basketball. Basketball wasn't my favorite, but. My whole point to this, Dingo, is that I always identified with being an athlete. And when I went in ninth grade year, freshman, to try out for high school, um, I sprained my ankle. So I was the youngest of three girls. Both my sisters were varsity all years, everything. So when I hurt my ankle, I was like, okay, what do I do now? Like, I was always... An athlete, so I didn't know what to do. And I felt like a failure. So I just like started partying, started doing drugs, started drinking, all that, got completely lost until I was about twenty-five. And then at twenty-five, I was in um community college. I was studying child psychology. I just got <laughs> my ring and I and I I dropped you caught that.
1: You caught that.
0: It's okay. So I dropped oh I God. dropped out of um community college and I went to makeup school. And makeup literally saved my life, like literally saved my life, changed my entire life. Um, you know, I've been doing it for 10 years freelance by myself, um, and I created my own way. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, just because you're told to go to college, you're told to do this, you're told to do that, like, you got to follow what you love. Yeah. Follow your passion and what you love, and everything else will follow you. Yeah. So... Um, it's just crazy that you said that about you know speaking to kids and all that because that's genuinely like my passion. Like I want to inspire kids to just think outside the box, know that they're not, they don't have to do what society tells them. Yeah, it's here. It, you right. know, and especially with social media, we have a huge advantage with social media these yeah. days.
1: Uh, listen, I, I think we're at a time now where we're gonna see like major colleges like
0: shut crumple. down. Yeah, you I feel know, the same like, way. All the
1: big ones are just sport businesses.
0: It's true. Straight up. You're just pumping out athletes.
1: These these fucking colleges have got bigger and better locker rooms than the the pros. You know, it's a bigger business than the the pros. Their
0: locker rooms are nicer than some of the schools. It's it's great. Right? Yes, like just the locker room. I
1: I really think we're going to live in a time where we will see that, you know, kind of crumble. And, you know, I think, you know, we find your grind. We're uh, being able to you know, create these, like, tools and outlets, and it's really funny, you know, like, some of the people, like, uh, Russell Wilson, Sierra and Russell Wilson have a charter school, and it's people like that, that see our program, and they identify with it. I love Sierra. You know, she's awesome, and it's, 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 it's being able to create a program that, you know, like I said, like, yeah, like, we're for doctors and lawyers and stuff like that, but we're more of the outside of, hey, like, what else is out there, you know, because if you're going to be a doctor or a lawyer, which we have plenty of, you need to go look school for nine years for sure you know but there are all these other outlets to where i think it's 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 a little bit criminal to make these kids go through these processes if they don't really need to and if they really still don't even know what they need to do or who they want to be you know what i you think you don't
0: know what you want to do when you're a kid yeah
1: and it's like <laughs> go back to like the college like all the people all the parents who got caught up in that went to jail and. oh the my god yeah it, the, the reason that happens is because these parents, famous people, they're so scared. that they, they want their kids to be a part of something. So if you can get your kids into USC, you know what? They're probably going they to...
0: feel gonna, like that's well, their al-
1: kid. Not only that, but they're going to be part of a society that's going to help them out.
0: It's so crazy. It's Isn't so that true? weird? It's so true. It's one million it's like, percent it's true. It's like a
1: big frat house. So if you can get your kids aligned with that, your kid, it's, it's fucking weird. And <laughs> I agree and with you. Pe- I know one of the ladies. I know one of the ladies who went to jail. You know what I mean? Like, it's... <laughs>
0: it's like oh my god that's i feel like kids have so much pressure
1: yeah especially with
0: social media now imagine growing up like you said back then you didn't have social media imagine if you had social media do you think that would have helped with your do you think that would have made your mental health worse or do you think it would have helped with it
1: i got called into a school in uh in boston seven suicides seven female suicides in one year same grade
0: there's something going on. It's like we got to figure it out. You know? And a lot of athletes.
1: Yeah, well, athletes a lot are like ath- athletes of, uh, you know, my best friend Danny who I had the TV show with and he helped raise me, does the podcast with me now, the Monster Unleashed podcast. Um, shout out. <laughs> shout out. Got that one in. Um, You know, he's two-time <laughs> Olympic silver medalist. Um, you know, literally, you know, fucking been to the White House, done all the fucking you know, as a snowboarder, which is crazy, but like, you know, at the, at the end of the run, it's not about money or finances. It's identity, right? Yes. So imagine being a 32 year old, your whole life, you've done this one thing. And then all of a sudden Nike says, we're not going to pay you anymore. This company says, we're not going to pay you anymore. All of a sudden your identity's taken out of you. Who the fuck are you?
0: What do I do? Nobody
1: cares about you.
0: I can, I couldn't imagine.
1: Athletes, are the, athletes have it the worst. You know, and it's like, I've been around that my whole life, you know, and it's, uh, it's uh, I've seen so many pain and struggles, and it's not, it's not to do with finances, it's identity. Identity is everything, you know, and if you can't identify, then who are you, and athletes, once you're told you can't be an athlete, who are you, that's a tough one.
0: Absolutely, especially if you, when you put all that work physically, mentally, academically, yep. to try to get on those teams and go to the pros. Yep that all that pressure you have academic pressure physical pressure everybody looking at you a whole team you know it's like it's a lot yeah it's a lot it's a lot yeah so um thank you for being here though like I feel like this is a really good note to end on yeah because I feel like it's it's a very important subject and we can continue on I have some things to talk to you about some ideas yeah um so yeah I just want to say thank you so much for being here I really appreciate your time your vibe your vibe (laughs) dude dude
1: <laughs> um <you're my>
0: <laughs> so could you uh go ahead and just let everybody know where they can find you yep. from all your your own yeah, show yeah, you yeah. your own podcast yep
1: yep podcast unleashed monster energy so you can go to anything unleashed on all podcast platforms all monster um find that's at find your grind everything and then yeah that's kind of it I, my own personal stuff the digging in snow but more, go to find you gotta follow drawing. him. He's hilarious. Yeah, I it's
0: love cool. his content. <laughs> your vibe. You are a S- whole. Vibe. Sometimes I'm up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you fall off a whole thing when you're snowboarding. You don't even. Yeah, that no, video. I, you I, just, I just completely. Just completely yes, oh, I just showed I him. Really died. My oh, knees still fucked. Oh my god. Well, I'm glad you're okay. But I love how you're like. Did you get that? That's all you cared about you're like did you get that (laughs) you're like you got that
1: right that's a real snowboarder for you (laughs) yes
0: and i'm your host amanda terry you can find me on all social media platforms at amanda underscore m underscore terry please follow like and subscribe make up your mind podcast and that is with a ur and you can find us on spotify itunes all of those podcast platforms and we will see you next time thank you for joining